Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. This is the show that you're listening to right now, known as Can't Tell Us Nothing. Can't Tell Us Nothing is an improv group out of Houston, Texas, an improv foursome to be reckoned with. In this improv group, you'll find some wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, one of those is John. What up? There it is. Another is Amici. What up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one's Tandy. What up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one is myself, Antoine. And like I said, we are an improv group out of Houston, Texas. And when the show you're listening to is a show where we take opinions, discussions, topics, turn it into improv scenes around the spot. There'll be characters, there'll be plot, there'll be twists and turns, and we're making it all up. And you're along for the ride. Uh, today, <laughs> we're discussing a few things before the show. We're talking, we're like, should we do something about the election that just finished? That might be too much. And then Tandy, Tandy pulled up an interesting tweet about Patty LaBelle's son. Uh, do you mind reading it? I don't mind reading it. The tweet is Patty LaBelle's son being exposed as an incel is just dot, dot, dot. 2020 is a vortex of chaos. Now, I'll, I'll admit I didn't know what an incel was. I hadn't heard the term. So for those out there who don't know, what is it? Who got it? John? You? Who? Okay. Say that again. What'd you say? <laughs> he wants the definition of an incel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I was actually looking the one up. So yeah. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Give us a definition on an incel. Urban Dictionary. It's basically an involuntary celibate. Um, now there are the, the Wikipedia says there are members of an online subculture who defines themselves as unable to find romantic or sexual partners, and yeah, it's short for involuntary celibacy, meaning they ain't getting no bonds because they ain't getting no bonds. Mm -hmm. yeah. They don't think that they're very likable, is what you're saying. That's crazy. It's like how can you? It's like almost like cock blocking yourself right well, you know? yeah. yeah why would you even put that label on yourself if it hadn't happened you know i mean you know it's it, life goes on as long as you're living your life goes on why would you put that full stop on yourself at whatever period of life you in you you don't know what's going to happen after that point maybe that's what has happened up until that point we don't know what's going to happen after why would you do that to yourself? Well, what is how are these people i'm just you know devil's advocate here how are they going to <laughs> if they've tried time and time again and it hadn't worked out why should they keep thinking that it will see well, that's right and that's that's my point that's what what struck me about this this uh this whole incel thing because it it um made me think about this theory i i haven't let go of it i still think it i always i i've not always but i believe that Every men never lose. That's how I say it. Men never <laughs> there's always there is a woman. Not to say that you don't lose. Period. Yeah, what does that mean to lose? Yeah, what does that mean? mean? You'll never ever have uh, uh, any any woman in your life in any romantic way. Men, I, they never lose. I'm not saying that the romantic way has to be lasting and healthy and it exists for a time. You know, until the end of your life. I'm not saying that. 
But I'm saying, you know, some uh, in that romantic or whatever you want to call it, male-female relationship, heterosexual, let's talk about it that way, the heterosexual pairing of a man and a woman, they can have that experience. I don't believe that a uh, uh, if a man does that, I think that that's because he's looking to uh, cast his net or he's looking to... Uh, uh, get a certain type of woman. I think that if... You think they're aiming too high? I don't want to say that word. I don't think it's aiming too high. I'm just saying that if you open up and widen your your uh, your picking, your picking grounds, right? You're not just looking at certain trees. You're like, oh, all of these trees have fruit that, that are, are good. Then, then you have a chance. Yeah. If you, you know, if you're going after the Kardashians, if you're going after that, or that's your dream, and that's what, yeah, that may not happen for you. And so to call yourself an incel because that hasn't happened, I think is false. You just open it up because I know women, we are, you know, we, oh man, we make, we make so many concessions. We have all of these variables and all of these things, you know, inside that make us say, oh yeah, okay. Um, you know, okay, he may be awkward, but blah blah blah. You know, he's this, but it's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. John, <laughs> what what do you put on the screen here? So this is Patty LaBelle, and this is her nephew, and this is from Vulture.com. He looks like a uh, <laughs> what? What about a man? You can't, you can't look like an incel, I assume. I'm sure you can. If you've seen enough of them, there's a pattern. He's just like I'm not trying to make fun of you, dude. I'm just saying, she looks very like I, I, I'm going out of limb here. When the first thing I saw when I when I saw this picture, I was like, I can see there's something off, right? Like he's either like if I if my probably the bell was my aunt, I would look way better than this dressed. Uh, she wouldn't be holding me like a toddler. What's wrong um, with the suit? I'm not saying nothing wrong with it. I said I would look better. If I'm, look how good Patty LaBelle is. <laughs> look how good she looks. Patty LaBelle, though. <laughs> she, I, I mean, yeah, but he's a younger in her family. He's supposed to look as good or be look better, right? They said that the new next generation looks better. Um, I mean, I think most people would look bad. That's, kind of <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, uh, I'll shine oh, yeah. Well, well, I can show you pictures of very attractive celebrities. John's going to us or him next, standing next to Patty LaBelle. Uh, <laughs> look at me standing next to her. Damn, how good I look. <laughs> people like Patty. I mean, yeah, some people like, yeah, Patty LaBelle look real good. Let's shout out to Patty LaBelle for looking so good in that picture. <laughs> I think that might have caused, even if he wasn't an incel, the photo makes him look like an incel. If it said Patty LaBelle's new. Nephew or nephew is an incel, and they put that picture up. I'd be like, "Yeah, I can see." But wait, where they going with it? You mean to tell me having Patty Labelle as an aunt or a mother isn't a draw? That's not like that's not like exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or something. It's like, well, you know, my mom is Patty. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's not really. Look, I know dudes that like. I'm not gonna bring up that guy because he's passed. I know guys that if they if they uncle was. Ike Turner could pull women off of the fact that Ike Turner, you know, somebody who most women from his generation hated, mm. 
but they could pull using that. Like the guy, if that guy couldn't use his aunt, Patty LaBelle, you know, obviously there's more to the story to that, but but that party that they were at, I definitely would have tried to step my game up and I would have used that photo to get as many honeys as I could have. Like this Patty LaBelle, man, we're not we're not talking about like like who's somebody who I could see like somebody who ain't really I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like Macy Gray. Like, if you're like, oh, this is Macy Gray. Yeah, I can, I can still oh, see people getting some buns off Macy Gray, but I can see if you sent a picture of Macy Gray, people are like, but even, I get what you're saying, though, though. I get what you're saying. But, like, Macy Gray still is, like, swagger. Like, if, if I was like, yo, my aunt's Macy Gray, y'all would be like, what? Makes sense. Like, you're so cool, and your aunt's so eclectic. You know, um... Even Erica Badu, Badu, man, is as beautiful as she looks. If you see a picture of her with her her relatives, her lore kind of floats onto her family, right? You can see, like, the, it's almost like she comes from this tribe. The whole family has that vibe. Even she may be the most unicorn, but the whole family. Look at the Jacksons, Michael Jackson's example, right? All of his brothers look like incels, but they weren't. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, let's 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 talk. Okay, let's look at the Jackson Five now. Oh, now. Okay, because I was like, if you pull up the original Jacksons, we no, could- no, 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 I'm talking about now. Man. I mean, they they were black dudes that could sing and dance really well. Yeah. They was gonna get some buns. I know oh, that. Gorgeous. Yeah, no. But, but it'd be that. like, like, look at this guy. Well, no, he kind of looks like. Who are you, who are you picking through? <laughs> yeah, he's hand picking the data here. Like, see the full thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, this yeah. If you saw that guy guy out, if you, you, you subtract this. See, this even has some swagger. See, that's what I'm he, saying. He even has swagger. Like, look at his eye and his cheeks and the hairdo. Like, yeah. you know, if if it was my age guy wearing this hairdo, I would be like, he's an incel. But the fact that <laughs> the fact that he's this old and has the the silky swagger that he has, right? Like even back then, look, like he has the same swag, just new hairdo. Yeah. You know, he looks like an incel, but they're so talented. <laughs> <laughs> they're so talented, and they understand. And, and like women run to them because of their brother, right? So that's my thing. Is like Patty DeBell ought to have been like a security guard. Ought to have been like the guy that puts the coat on her. I would have been somebody who has leverage to get some buns off my, my aunt on tour. It would have been no way that I would have been sitting in my house with Patty LaBelle. She got Patty's pies. People buy her pies. Come on, man. I don't I don't feel sorry for him. And that's just something else we don't know. Yeah. Which could be happening. Like, if he has a mental condition or trauma, cool. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, those, yeah. Even Lieutenant, even Lieutenant Dan didn't have no legs. He still got buns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and that's again that again it proves my point. There, women. There's not just one type of man, you know, for every woman. There's there we make a. a, I say I don't want to say concessions, but I'm saying I think that we are more. you know, more in, we're into other things. We are open to other expressions of, of who you are. We, whatever you want to call it. 
we do that more than I think men do. So I, I think that for really, oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't think you don't think men let women slide on a whole lot of stuff? No, I'm not saying they don't. I, I'm not saying they don't. But I think that the uh, you know being I think being more understanding, being less uh, uh, oh you know it has to be she has to look like this, she has to do these things. Women. Some women have that, but a lot of women don't. Or we make some concessions for some things that I think men don't necessarily make for women. Yeah, I I, I could contribute that probably to men's risk taking. I think men are way bigger risk takers, even if they're not beneficial for all parties. We're more likely to be like, I can do that shit. You know, <laughs> where women are very calculated, um, even though they get labeled as emotional, I feel like they're more thoughtful. You know, I wouldn't even call it emotional. I'll call it more thoughtful. You, you think more about the things and the risk you're taking because you bear a bigger burden. And, you know, to see a guy who's not willing to take risk is, I guarantee, is like one of the starts of an incel like that that situation the guy's not willing to go out and look stupid you know or a guy's not willing to go after something he really wants and evolve or change you know like you know like nature right those those guys don't get selected to continue the, the genetic pool <laughs> yep. which is a which is a very mind fuck thing to think about right like i always say like women have so much keys that they it, um naturally, biologically, they get to choose what genetics goes for in the race. Whether they agree with it or not, they do. Like, you sleep with a man, his genes are going to go forward. So if you sleep with a Trump, you're sending those those keys forward, right? If you sleep with uh, with uh, Patty Bell's nephew, those genes move forward. But just like in other things, right, you still got to take risk, right? And women are viable. So they, you can't just be you can't just walk out of the house and go, all right, women, come get me and look like that. Even if Patti Bell is your, your aunt, you got to have something that brings to the table with all of the risk and all the stuff that women bring to the table. You can't just be a guy, right? So. Right. And you can't, and you can't, in my estimation, you got to find uh, a woman that's kind of like this, that, that matches like where you are in terms of uh, you know, stature, maybe looks, uh, probably even confidence and and nobility. And then you you have an easier to me. You know, you may have an easier chance of of uh, making a connection that way as opposed to like, yeah, I'm 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 going in. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna knock all of these pins down. You know, I'm just gonna get all the women. I'm going all of them, and I know they're all gonna say no. Okay, gotcha. You're probably right. But you know, if you if you concentrate, that you know, just 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 go where you can fit in, and more than likely, it may happen. We we cut to uh, ten. <laughs> we cut to a mother talking to her son. So, what what you're saying is that like, I need to find a, a girl that's just as good as me. Is that what you're saying? Exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't want you to have to get out there and and um, you know trying to try, try to look for something more than 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 what you are. Uh, uh, we we are 
We are who we are. Your daddy was just like you. His daddy was just like him. It's it's the same. We just keeping it at that level because that way you're going to be able to find someone and and uh, live a life together. And and we're all just, you know, we're just going to be fine. Don't try to give more than what you have. But shouldn't I? I feel like all like what my teachers say and what the television say, reach for the stars, follow your dreams. Yes, you should reach for the stars in your academics. You should just try as hard as you can and do your best work there. But when it comes to relationships and the opposite sex, hun, you got to dial it back. You got to take stock of what you're really bringing to the table. Look in the mirror. See, look here. Mm -hmm. You see how one of your your eyelids is a little bit droopy on mm-hmm. one side and the other one is upright. You got to take that into account. Okay? I need to find a girl that has the, an eyelid thing. I'm saying that you got to know that you got that droopy eyelid so that when you go to the party and you see the prettiest girl, you got to tell yourself she's not going to want this droopy eyelid. Let me see if her friend is a little bit closer to where I am. That's all I'm saying. Maybe maybe you can help me because I wasn't even thinking about the eyelid thing. Like, what's an example of a girl that maybe matches me? Okay. Like, what oh. should I look out for? Okay. Now, you know, uh, when we go to the family dollar, you know, Stacy the cashier. Stacy the cashier. That's mm-hmm. your feed. I've been scouting her out for a long time. She's got that, she's got that uh, elbow that won't let her arm straighten out all the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, then. All right. That that's what I'm talking about. Right. You just you stay in that category. I promise you, if you go over to that family dollar and you ask Stacy out, she is going to say yes. I guarantee she doesn't have a boyfriend. She is just ready. And she cussed a family dollar. Hey Antoine. I still bad. Hey, Stacy. Um, how's it going? Can you tell I'm waving right now? At oh, you? let me look. I, was I had to look down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a pleasure to see you, Day. Yeah, yeah. Family Dollar looks not too busy today. It's, uh, it's, it's nice. just me and you in here. No one's out. My boss went for lunch. He said He said I could do whatever I want in the store when he's out. It's a weird thing for a boss to say, but all right. Um, actually, this is this is this works out because I, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit, get to know you a little bit better. I um, I don't know. It's been feeling kind of lonely lately. It's just I don't know. Maybe you see you want to hang out sometime. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Antoine. I think I was giving off the wrong signals. I actually have a boyfriend. No, you don't. How can you have a boyfriend? Oh, I've been dating him since we were in first grade. He he helped me with my back because my arm doesn't bend, and he's so sweet. He's been he's coming to pick me up. Maybe he may want to be your friend and hang out, <laughs> hang out together, like like triplets. <laughs> triplets? What does that mean? It's just a word. My boyfriend, you know, he, he says we got one more person. We could be triplets because we don't really do anything. We just look at each other, and talk. <laughs> Because my arm is messed up and his leg is messed up. But I really appreciate you coming in and flattering me. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, I did not know. <laughs> she has a what? She, 
<laughs> she had she had a long term boyfriend. Wow, been together right. since like first grade. But you said there was something wrong with his leg, so maybe she's got a limb thing. Maybe I was I wasn't right. Okay, so if you so you're saying that she's not even right for me, I'm saying I may have miscalculated. So. If your thing is an eye thing, then maybe I got to find somebody with something going on, a, a girl with something going on in her face, just like you. Oh, I don't think what? Wait, oh, no, okay. You know, over at the Dollar General, you know, Kathy, <laughs> she's, got that, yeah. she's got that ear that folds in and it doesn't stick up straight. Mm -hmm, the, the, the weak ear. The weak <laughs> ear, though. Yeah. Okay. I know she doesn't have a boyfriend. I've never seen that before, by the way. I've never seen a person with a weak ear. We, we it's like a golden retriever. <laughs> okay, and here's your change. Uh, thanks. Well, Thank you. Good seeing you again, Antoine. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I thought I'd start coming here more. Um, uh, sorry, can you move over and talk in my other ear? I can't really hear. <laughs> what are you saying? I guess. Uh, sure, sure. Is, can I ask the ear, like, is that a... Did an accident happen, or what? What happened with your ear? Oh, um, when I was a kid, I was playing with it, folded it over, and it just stayed that way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying that. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah. I was just saying that. Uh, maybe I'll start coming around here a bit more. Um, actually, uh, I was actually thinking of of um going to the park this weekend if you. Want to come along and hang out? Um, sure, that would be great. Do you mind if my boyfriend comes as well? <laughs> you're, you're what? My boyfriend. Do, do you have hot hearing as well? <laughs> and scene. <laughs> that's how. It, that's how it goes when you're on the dating path. It does. Just and people will hype you up just like Tandy did, and be like, "Oh yeah, no, no, no." This the one. That's the one that's gonna be it. And you go and it's like no. <laughs> you know, there's always like one like one feature that like the person just could not tell you about that whether it's personality, flaw, or something that you're like, okay, this person is getting so hyped up, but why are they single if they're this good? Mm -hmm. right? Like why why are they single? And then you meet them and they're like, oh, like hopefully it's like a flaw that you can get over because everyone has flaws. Sometimes you're like, oh, mm. I can't get over that one, you know? Yeah, I'm always, <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I get <laughs> irked at the, uh, not to bring up holiday movies again, but movies of that ilk, right? Where there's like this super attractive person who's just single and who's just been single and there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> just haven't found the right person. Focusing on my career. Yeah. Get out you, of here. You got a lot of baggage and you've been hurting a lot of people if you're handsome or attractive and nobody is trying to like date you, right? Yeah. Like even if they are single, there are people around them trying to get with them that you have to compete with. You have to compete. Yeah, is there like <laughs> oh I, I like somebody from your past calls you while you're you know on your on your date in the movies or something? You know, somebody you, you haven't seen in a few weeks, maybe. Uh -huh. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, that, that never happens in the movie. It's like smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. You see that person go, oh, don't look over there. I don't want them to know I'm seeing them. I don't, I'm not ready to talk to them. Or I don't want to talk to them. You know, you don't just go, oh, you just got out of a relationship 10 years ago, too? Well, 
Right. Let's bump our heads going, picking up hot chocolate. And the next thing we know, we're saving grandma's Christmas and falling madly in love, right? I'm like, that lifetime shit. Nah. It's not how relationships went. I know me and Karina, me and Karina don't have a usual relationship, like as far as how we started, but um, we knew we liked each other, but we weren't ready to be in a relationship. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, it may, and maybe that's the of symptom of having options, even though I, you don't really feel like you got options, but back in mind, you're like, do I really want to get in this? If I can still like, you know, you're like one foot in, but you're like arms and legs and everything's still back in the streets. Uh, that's how like, our relationship got together, um, which is very different because in order for us to like stay and have the marriage relationship we had now, it took a lot of shedding of skin and bad habits and, a lot of growth, a lot of like breaking through baggage that most people aren't willing to do. You know, they just like they'll see an Instagram relationship or a person who's on social media who's wonderful. They have these things going for them in their relationship, and they assume when I get in a relationship, we're always going to be happy. The first time we're not happy, I can't be in this relationship, right? Or the first time you don't agree with me, mm-hmm. something is wrong, and I don't think it's meant to be. And we don't go by that, like, in our relationship. I don't use the word, it wasn't meant to be, unless I'm about to die, right? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't meant to be, man. I I tried everything, and I'm dead, you know? Um, If you can still have a choice in how you want to control your life, I I have a hard time putting the label, like, the in, 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 in sale, right? It's like, to me, it's like, it's kind of like when people are like, oh, the world is going to end over the election. No, it's not. Like, there's so many people that can still make an impact and change in their life that if you give up everything to somebody else, you should be terrified because you, whatever they do is going to be what happens to you. But if you can get up out of bed and say, my goal is to try to have a relationship, meaningful relationship, you can, like, work through the process to increase more flow of people that you think you'd be interested. You can learn new skills. You can do new things. You can go outside of your neighborhood and try new things, but sitting and staring and wishing on a star is hopeless. And when I see the, that in celibate thing, it's, it's not acceptable, even though a lot of them start at that teenage 17, you know, range. I think the range says 17 to 35. 17 year old still is a child who has no idea how the world works. So it's plausible to think about a 17 to 21 year old. Once you're like in the world, I mean, and there's Google and YouTube and you can figure out how to do things. I think it's like, I, I don't, I don't think it's acceptable to be hopeless when you can have a choice in how you want to live your life. You know, um, at least in this nation for most people. Maybe that's just another. Uh, it's just another uh, way to advertise that they're single. Maybe if they're like, "I'm an incel," then there's a woman like, oh, "I'm gonna change that." I mean, you know. I was actually gonna ask that. Like, do, do some people see that as like, okay, I got a project, I can work on this. Like, is that? <laughs> well, we, we, react. we cut to a, um, a a meeting with the ladies. Um, Ladies, mm-hmm. I know you guys are going to be busy this holiday season. I mean, not going to be busy. 
And you know, cuffing season is right here. Oh, don't remind me. I am going to remind you because, honey, I got the solution. What? I went out and I found the biggest block of man I could find. And I want you ladies to have terms molding that block of man into the man that's going to be for any woman to have, depending on who you want. Are you talking about one one man in, in block form? He's up for grabs, ladies. He's all He's yours. Whoever, whoever has the best tools that can sculpt this man gets to keep him for cuffing season, ladies. All right? So I want y'all to get ready because I'm about to bring this block hunk of man in here. All right? Okay. All right. You know I love a project. I just finished my puzzle. I like a little competition. Kind of like some All right, Craig. You can come in now. Um, hi, hi, ladies. Wow, what a block. Hey, straight up block. <laughs> Getting my molding tools all ready together right here. Now, I know what you ladies are thinking. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a lot of elbow grease to get this block of man moving in the right direction. But just ask this block of man some questions and see how much actual work that it will require to turn this block of man into the man of your dreams. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. First off, first and foremost, Craig, can you drive? <laughs> can, uh, can I drive? Um, right now, no. Um, I don't have any arms. <laughs> this, this is a block. So, you know, That's I hope to one day, but you know, this is really hard right now. Okay, uh, so if you could drive us around, that'd be great. That is fair. It can be difficult to drive without arms. All right, here you go. Well, first off, Craig, it would it would help if you would look look me in the eye when you speak. Looking down isn't a it's not a good look for you. But uh, I, my question is: Are you employed? Do are you gainfully employed? Do I have a job? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right now, uh, no. Uh, this is really out to work where you're just a block of, of man. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, maybe you could work with the two of us right now. And I could, uh, you know, as you chisel me into the mat, that you, you know, you, you, you think I can be, uh, <laughs> I can find some work. Craig, 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 do you have any hobbies? And if so, what are they? Do I have any hobbies? Let's see. Why do you always repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're stalling. I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm trying to get better at thinking. Um, hobbies. I have one hobby. It's just sort of standing around. <laughs> so I met Craig at the furniture store today. And I, I actually thought, I heard this wonderful accent and this wonderful voice coming from this area of lamps. And I was like, ooh, what's going on with these lamps over here? Something telling me some great stuff over here. And I turned up, tried to turn a lamp on, and it was Craig. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God. God must be talking to me if I found a perfectly fine man over here next to the lamps. And I have a perfectly fine stable of women that I congregate with over Bible study and books and, and men and stuff. So I... Put him in the back of my pickup truck and brought him over here immediately. Well, why didn't you take a fancy to him and 
and want to uh, uh, mold him yourself for cuffing season. Victoria, what's what's what's? Well, I, I had first dibs at a lot of the questions that we were going to ask. So I got my questions out the way. And uh, once I realized that he didn't do much other than standing, I figured he wouldn't be great for me and my hiking. You know, I like to hike. Okay, okay. That is true. And, 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 he, and he told me that he wouldn't be able to breathe in my hiking knapsack if I was to put him in the back while I walked up the mountain. So kind of eliminated me from the competition, if you know what I mean. Craig, do you... <laughs> You are at the furniture store. Do you yeah. have a place of your own? <laughs> do I have a place of my own? Well, right now, no. Because, um, I can't work. <laughs> and I, I, I can't move. Um, so I was just kind of hanging out with the lamps at the <laughs> At IKEA, um, so you know, right? If if you have a place for both of us right now, that'd be great. And I could work on getting a place, of, you know, a place of my own as as you mold me into the man I can be. Right. See, every every man doesn't have everything going on. We gotta, we we got to make some allowances. But my question is, um, mm -hmm. can you tell me about your last relationship? I mean, some kind of way you got to that to that furniture store. Somebody had to. I don't know if that was in connection with your last relationship. And if so, tell me about it. But if it wasn't, just tell me about the last lady you were with. How was that? Oh, it, it was definitely um, in, in connection with my, my last relationship. Um, I was at a, a bus station. Um, this, I, I, I'd just been there for a long time. <laughs> I, I don't remember why I get it. <laughs> I was there for a while. And uh, this woman... <laughs> And sees me and she she comes over and we start talking. She sees me as this great project um, to work on. Um, so, she, but she had to go to IKEA to buy um, some lamps. Um, we went. She she said, "Hey, you can come along." She she put me on the bus. We went, uh, and then I think she just forgot about me while she was yeah, and you know, I I, I kind of lampish. So maybe maybe I she got lost and um, he he did have dust on his head. I thought he had a little pepper, some <laughs> pepper going on, but it was actually no, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Sam I'm, I'm twenty three. I don't have any gray gray head yet. It was all dust. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me, what do you think you can bring to a relationship, Craig? Why why should any lady wanna cuff with you? Ooh, hard hitting <laughs> questions, Natalia. I like them thinking. I like them thinking. That's a good question. Um, I think um, I have uh, a knowledge of lamps. <laughs> and scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of, what was, what was that show called? The uh, Oblongs? The Oblongs. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me of Every <laughs> man, that's what I'm telling you. What man? When? When? The first thing, guys. Oh yeah, I got somebody. I just saw some guys do this. Where was I? The barbershop. <laughs> These guys were like, "Yeah, man. Oh, we going to such and such at the hook uh, at the hooker lounge, and you know, blah, blah, blah. you remember that one I met? He's like, yeah. 
Oh, her friend's coming this time. Yeah, <laughs> want to meet you. Let me see her, man. Hold on. She got a Facebook? Yeah, man. Hold on. Let me find her. Let me find her. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I'm going to hold her for what she looked like. Though. Okay, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. And so it, there was just this whole production <laughs> about, you know, what she looked like before you even meet her. This woman could be, you know, amazing. She could talk about quantum physics if he's interested. I don't know what she looked like, man. So this whole thing. And that's what I'm saying. The oblongs, this kind of story. Someone picked up a man with no legs at a bus stop. And then, you know, he she took him on a journey. What man does it? Who how, again, what woman does that? Some woman did it. They do it. No, they do. Some of them do. I'm not saying guys don't because it does go both ways. But in mass, more women may be inclined to see the other side because, you know, this whole thing of, if you know if he's rich and he you know men compensate for all these other things that they feel they don't have with money and 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 other things to attract women and so women are you know, already kind of geared to say oh well he's got this and he's got these things so I'm okay with that because it, it, mm. it, it and men the, so you're saying those are the concessions yeah exactly I'm sorry that's what I mean yeah that's what I mean what are the concessions that men make for women that's what I'm saying not very many. Really? Not, I don't you don't think, think the you don't think I the don't fact think that women aren't required to have things like a job or money or an education aren't concessions? No, <clears throat> because well, I mean, I think that if that's what you want in a woman, and you don't, uh, if you choose someone who doesn't have it, that's a little different. But in mass, no man. I think wasn't that Dave Chappelle or whoever told that joke? Like, I've never asked a woman, "Where do you work?" You know, or, I mean, not so much where do you work or be judgmental about what she does for work because well, nobody's looking at what she's doing as as like a status or any, you know, really real connection or saying something about who they are as the man. Right. But that that's kind of goes back to that point of like, I don't think it's because men are stupid and don't have concessions. I think it's because men don't don't bear the risk that women do. Right. So. So we don't have to have these very important signals of like why I should get in a relationship because if something happens to me and my body starts growing another human, how am I going to be able to sustain all of this risk? Right. Whereas men don't have that. So men could be like, all right, look, let me see. Uh, she got two pairs of titties. She has some feet, some legs. She looks cute. I don't care how she got here. As long as she's alive. As long as, long as, long as, long as she's alive or still. Hey, I can, I can do everything myself, right? Whereas right. a woman, on the other hand, has to go, if this dude ain't who he says he is, mm-hmm. and something happens to me and my body, I have to live with that physically, mentally. Like, and this dude, even if I become Oprah, somebody can still go back and go, well, Oprah did have that baby by that one dude back in high school. Look at him now. He's, he's on the side of the dumpster, right? They always connect that. Um, <clears throat> I think it won't stay like that for long. Like I personally think we are about, and don't quote me on this, about 25 years out as a rough order estimate of when our culture in America will shift to where women will get the same um, contingencies as men. And I think it will become that way once, like we see a lot of women who are making the stuff they want to see in the world. And as they get more equity and more stake in the development of our country and culture, they've been left out for a while like they've been building their own culture see like while men or white men have been doing their thing 
Um, I think that would change. And I think in some nations, like in Japan and in other countries where women have a very high stake, um, you do see the level of in sales go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now the competition, like I read a study, I had to I had to look this up, but it was a study that said men, men date, there is no pattern of men in on, on an economic scale of how they date. It just falls all over the map. There's no real consistent patterns where women consistently date laterally or up. Yep. <clears throat> and that's across all nations where there is an economic system in place. They date laterally or up, meaning they do not want to take a substandard mm-hmm. of living situation than they already have. Why? Is that because women are smart? Part of it is. Why would you want to live date somebody who makes your life worse? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And second of all, I think my opinion is they also bear the burden more burden of risk biologically as well. Cause you can't just pick, you know, if a hundred dudes come up to you and go, Hey, sweetie, get in my truck. I'm sexy, whatever. More women get hit on like that than men do. But that also means more risk come at you than men. Men can be more carefully selective over who they want to get told, who wants to tell them no, you know? Um, but I think that's more cultural based. I think that has a lot more to do with our culture. And as the tide changes, right, as we get more tandies and more more um, other women who are, you know, killing the game and have backbones and create their own lives, you'll start to see the elevation of the standard of men that they date. In my opinion, I would hope that that standard will go up and you'll stop having women who are like doing great at their work and their jobs, but letting their boyfriend drive their car and drop them off at work while they go back and play video games. Like, I don't know any guys who's like, yeah, my wife just stays at home, and plays video games while I'm out being an engineer all day, right? Like, <laughs> I come home like, wait, you just been sitting white playing, I don't know, uh, strawberry shortcake all day? Like, is that all you're doing, right? Or playing Call of Duty all day? You're just sitting here playing Call of Duty with your girls all day. Like, it's not a conversation that, gets, that men have a lot. You know, yeah. women, women are way more... I would say thoughtful, I think collectively of like what they do and how they choose to do things in their life because of those two, I think, variables that I think I I, I, I notice. Whereas like, like you said, guys, I so I'll tell this story and this is not to be disrespectful to this woman, but this happened. So when I was in college, there was this girl, we went to a party. There was this girl that was very attractive and had a friend and she, we got to this party with one of my close friends and nobody was talking to these girls. Of course, if you're a man and you're going to a party, two things are on your mind. I want to meet somebody from the other sex, whether they say that or not, because it's just a better night if you do. And they don't want to get in a fight, right? You want to go there and have a fun night and you want to meet somebody. Well, these two girls were standing in the corner dancing to, with themselves, looking all sexy. And me and my friend could not figure out why nobody was talking to them. <clears throat> when we got over there, we discovered that one of the, the girls had a disability with her hand. Mm-hmm. And that alone, I believe, restricted a lot of the guys that would have walked over there and, you know, just on eyeballing alone. Now, <clears throat> again, that was college kids, right? We were college students, man. So um, not saying that we were shallow, we kind of just understood why people, like that made sense, right? These people are pretty assholes. They don't find her beauty. 
But that woman still was able to find guys who overlooked that because she was attractive enough to do it. And of course, she never stopped getting hit on. And eventually a guy's going to be like, hey, baby, what's going on? And then he doesn't notice the hand. She gets home. They have a great night. They probably do whatever. The next morning, he's like, you know what? Why you got a glove on, right? I, did you wear that glove last night? Like, And at that time, he's already then she's cool. She plays video games. She don't lie. She don't trip. She has a job. Only thing I got to get over is the perception of my friends have, right? Um, and if you're a young male and you have a lot of options and you don't have that mental hurdle or you are a piece of shit and very shallow, you would overlook her and keep moving. Whereas a guy, <clears throat> you know, like Stevie Wonder Man um, amazes me a lot, right? And this is going to sound bad, but I'm going to put it out, right? Stevie Wonder doesn't look like, like, he's not genuine, right? Like, he's not, he's not a bag of hot shit, right? He's not a sexy man, even being blind. Being blind doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you being sexy, even though one could argue it. But for years, he didn't look like a guy that would be like Teddy Pendergrass, right? He didn't have that cash shape. <clears throat> but I'm sure Stevie Wonder got his off, right? Because he's extremely talented, rich. And, you know, <laughs> if you take away the talent, you take away the money. Are women going to go to a party and see Stevie Wonder in the corner dancing with one of his other friends and make that, like, that, um, what do you call it, like, platonic relationship with, with Stevie, right? Like, that always bothered me because I saw her as she was attractive. So she was attractive enough to keep get your attention and get you in the door. Your values had to overlook her handicap. Whereas a guy like Stevie Wonder, you know something's up with him as soon as you see him. If you didn't know who could see him, you would be like, man, what's up with that guy? And you know, why they let his hair look like that? <laughs> you know, like, why does he let his hair look like that? Or, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and again, I've always, this always bothered me because of, and it's a cultural thing, right? It's like it's it's so much cultural influence on who you select that it that it makes you sometimes even have a lot of bad relationships until you find the right one because you're looking for the wrong reason. This guy has money, or this girl has a big ass, you know. Until that girl with the big ass starts fighting your mother at a family reunion over potato salad, you know, or that dude with a lot of money keeps cheating on you because he has a huge flow of attractive women constantly nipping at him. And most men, I'll say 99% of all men I've ever known and seen have not been born with women falling over them. They have to have some unique ability that, that made women go. Even if you were in, in first grade, there's a guy who had like his hair looked like, like he was the only black dude who had like Clark Kent hair. He had like a little swirl. <laughs> and the girls loved that because he had a little swirl in third grade, right? You know, eventually they grew out of that because they were like, oh, that doesn't mean anything now, but it's still a cultural influence on who you date. You know what I mean? So when I going back to the celibate thing, <clears throat> I don't feel much sympathy for them because it is a lot more cultural than it is any like then it, it's not biological. It's not like women are biologically not attracted to you, you know? And cultures change, personalities can be improved, personality defects can be improved, skills can be developed. 
So, you know, someone considering themselves in sale, you know, I just like, like, again, I'll pull up a picture of Stevie Wonder. Let me get a good one. I'm going to get this one right here. Yeah. But see, I still believe that even without, you know, improving personalities or making those changes, even (laughs) making those changes. This guy gets laid. Yeah. A lot. Probably that, you know. that's that's money popularity yeah this guy. money uh-huh. Tandy look at yeah. this yeah shout out to, to Stevie but Tandy if this guy wasn't talented he would be an insult look at this guy <laughs> he looks like a bus driver I think he would probably try he he would probably try harder if he didn't have the money I mean by trying hard like you know I think he's trying hard man look at this this is trying hard. But it, but you know, too, you know, with age, that's that's a whole different thing too. He's he's older. He was um, handsome here. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Young Stevie could get it, even if he was blind in the corner dancing with his friend. Because I'm saying that's the, I mean, but that's the point that I'm making about um, you know, why my my theory of men never lose is because there is a woman. It may not be the type of woman that you've been dreaming about, your vision of whatever, or the type of woman that your friends would be like, oh yeah, she's a, you know, she's good looking or whatever. Cause a lot of it, you know, that's that's what men are dealing with. Um, it, she may not be that, but there is a woman, right? There is a woman who would say, hey, you know, incel, I'm cool with, with this or- yeah, Hey, incel. <laughs> you're just awkward, you're weird, I get it. But, you know, I mean, unless he's abusive, angry, you know, just like completely neglectful or something like that. Yeah, unless he's completely antisocial. If he's trying, there's a woman. She just may not be the woman that he's been looking at, dreaming about or think, you know, he should be with. But it is a woman. And that's that's all I'm saying. He may not ever choose her, but he has that option. He has it. He may have that choice, whether he has it. Or not. That's all, all he has to do is go to a church. You can't find no homies <laughs> in the church. You are probably spiritually in celibate, right? <laughs> church wouldn't be open. And men, I'll be seeing them. Like a lot of people just hanging out in church. Oh, we cut the four guys in a car outside the church. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? Ooh, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Easter Y'all... Sunday, baby. Easter. You know, you know, you know, you know, sister, sister Patty always wear them tight white dresses with them little thongs. You can see right through the dress. Yeah, I'm catching the Holy Spirit. No bad. Mm-hmm. I tell you, my money ain't hitting the collection plate today. <laughs> but you know what? Y'all are all about, you know, who's been here looking good. What I'm excited about is Easter. A whole lot of honeys ain't never been here before is in there. That's why I got the gators on today, not my usual. You brought the gators out? I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. What's your game plan today, man? It's a big day. I know you got a game plan. I know you got a game plan. Let me tell you what I did. I downloaded the Bible app on my phone. All right. I'm going to follow along with scripture this time. See, I figured I hadn't really tried to go to religious angle before i just been winking you know <laughs> yeah putting putting loads of cash in the collection place so mm-hmm. they can see how i'm rolling kicking I'm, your I'm, gators up on the pew my gators up on the pew <laughs> this time i'm really gonna be attached to the word okay you hear what i'm hmm. saying 
I'm going to listen to what he says. I'm going to read. My lips going to move as I'm reading the words out the Bible. I figure I'd bring them, you know, a whole different vibe this time. Mm, okay. Okay. Changing it up. Changing okay. it up. Yeah. That is wild. That's you got it. Yeah, you got any uh anybody else got got a different game plan with y'all? <clears throat> My game plan is I'm going, you know, pastor like to get up there and take a lot of the women, them long speeches, you know. Yeah. So I'm thinking about when he get really into his sermon, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get real close to the front. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just start giving all them women, giving them praises, big old hugs, fanning them and ushering them out the church so I get that one-on-one time with them. They think I'm consoling their spirit, but really trying to figure out who they are. I like that. Yeah. Like a kind, helpful man. That's that's a a good angle. I'm going to still have on my gators. Yeah. I'm still getting my gators on, you know. Yeah. When you're walking them out and they be looking down, they're going to catch a glimpse of that gator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, I think it's about time I unveiled this. I, uh, I have been playing a little something. I'll give my give my bag right now. I got a stained glass jacket. Cause you know, one of the things that people notice about the church is windows, stained glass, all the colors and the light. So that's gonna be me in the church. You know what I'm what? saying? I'm oh, sitting there glowing. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be looking at you. Oh, yeah, don't get too close. It's kind of sharp, but you know, I got to be real careful when I wear it. But this is it's gonna work for sure. Hey, brother, I think you, I think you might have done it, man. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't move around too much, you know. Oh. But I don't need you to look good. <laughs> is it heavy? Very. Okay. Very heavy. That, that means it's hot too. That means you can't Very stand the whole heavy. sermon. And it used to be like three hour sermon, man. You got to. Mm-hmm. You don't want your stained glasses to be fogged up. You know, they can't see the goodies you got. I know you've been working on your six pack. Mm-hmm. And I got the gators. Ooh. And, you got the- <laughs> and, the, and the stained glass. The stained glass and the gators. You know, we should be called the Gator Crew. <laughs> I don't know why we don't call ourselves that. Yeah. The Deacons of Gator. That's what we should maybe call ourselves. <laughs> What about you, Amici? Yeah, you ain't saying that. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I don't think my, my, my plan is as good as what, what you guys came up with. Um, you got to have a plan, brother. You can't you have a plan. It's Easter Sunday. Easter without a plan. Okay, well, here, here it is. Um, I, I got my gators on, as you know. You can see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start with the gators. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to, like, dance in the corner by, by the organ. <laughs> <laughs> Just the whole time. Oh, <laughs> You're going to dance in the corner? You mean like, <laughs> I mean, they really going to be paying attention to you if you just don't stop dancing. So it could be a good idea, you know. Just dance. Huh? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but, but you got to keep remember the ACA working in there. Today's going to be a long sermon. <laughs> so you got to keep make sure you hydrated too. You got another pair of gators to switch out just in case your feet start hurting? Uh, yeah, because you know, these are new. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm planning to get one or two blisters um, you know, by, by 10. So then probably by then I want to switch out to, to, my, to my comfortable pair. Like I said, my family is as good as you guys. You know, so, so it's good. Oh, no. 
I think you know what <laughs> women like a man that that's free to and expresses himself like that, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's no bad plan at all. Not that yeah. bad of a plan, man. At all, man. this is gonna be all right. I love it, <laughs> but the problem is if we if we get any of these honeys, where they gonna sit, man? <laughs> we all four in this one. We don't have no better. We don't have no better. I don't know where to put them, man. That's why Jack is so sharp. We can't squeeze in. You should not sit close to me. You should not sit back there. We got some plans, but we 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 going out to fish, but we don't have no place to put the fish we catch. What's up? You should have thought about that. You should have thought about that. Well, I mean, there's some church vans in there. We could just tell them we're going out doing God's work. Take the church vans and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so and so they go to find one of the church vans just to make sure that uh it's uh that they're ready and you know they're cleaned out and whatever. Uh so they have plenty of room for honeys and they open up one of them and they see Craig in the back in there. <laughs> Yo, what are you doing in the in the church van, man? How you get here, man? Dude, you need some water, you look like you're dehydrated and dusty. Uh- yeah, I'm, I'm just, um, I was on a date, and um, I thought it was going great, um, uh, but I, I got left in the, in, the, in the back of the van here. I've been here for a week. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is a can't tell us nothing show, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you want to uh, <laughs> find more of our stuff, look us up on all your favorite social media platforms at CTUN Improv, that's C-T-U-N Improv.com on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Improv.com, Mockingbird Network slash CTUN for past episodes of podcasts. Every Wednesday at 7 and on 92KELZ. That's 92KELZ to hear it. The latest episode. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else? Any any word to the incels out there? Man, y'all better pay for that stuff, bro. Better get y'all some buns so y'all don't have so much pent up aggression. No. Please. Let it, let it go. You just, that's, that's it, it to be a temporary. A temporary situation, and you know you gotta expand your 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 horizons. Whatever standard you think you have, open it up or lower it. (laughs) She doesn't like the higher lower. (laughs) Well, John says pay for it. Sandy says open up your standards (laughs) and (laughs) come back again. That's again tells nothing. So for John, for Dandy, for Michi, for myself, we are out. Bye.